Now, we must all fear evil men. But there is another kind of evil which we must fear most. And that is the indifference of good men. This is the St. Long Ginus's Baptism Podcast Channel. This is Random Thoughts Number Five. There is a method to the madness. The reason I picked that particular title and um just just as a quick aside, uh the heavy metal group Metal Church, um on their album The Dark had a uh a song entitled uh like that. Um that's not why I chose the title, but if any of you are heavy metal fans, uh that album is great and that song is is pretty sweet. Anyhow, um the reason I chose this title is it occurred to me this morning that especially over the past 60 plus years that the, that you know there are cultural trends and then there are political trends and One of my favorite podcasters, there's only two of them, and I've already done a shout out to him, but one of my two favorite podcasters, you know, the big argument on the uh, the right wing is, does culture uh, come from politics or does politics come from culture? And if he... If he listens to this particular episode, he's probably going to want to smack me with a fish because my argument would be if I am correct and I genuinely do or I would not, I, I, I tend to not say things I don't believe in genuinely. Um, so if I'm correct and I believe I am, it doesn't matter where the cultural and political trends derive from each other. If the Masons, Satanists, are controlling not just our political system, but also our uh, our uh, cultural and social system, then it doesn't matter because... You know, it's like arguing the chicken or the egg. Basically, your your main source of the vileness that we've especially been seeing for at least the, the last 60 years is from the same source. It's just a matter of recognizing um, where that source is coming from. Okay. Now, I know it's popular on the right wing to do, ascribe this to communism. Um, you know, and it's also popular 
a popular um, theory on the right that, well, the left, uh, well, not even the left, but basically um, people who are under the Masonic Satanist influence, um, that basically they're not working together. They they just think alike. They think alike, and so you know their their plans coincide. My issue with the second theory is is that human beings, like I'll take the right wing for example, because it's the best example I can use. Um, you you. They basically agree that something's wrong with our political system and society, but the the th uh, the theories on how to fix that vary from person to person. You know, they're not set, and that's the way human, at, at least my experience with human society goes. To me, it does not, because anybody who's been paying attention for the past 60 years understands that there's hardly, at least publicly, at least publicly, there's no deviation on the left. There might be slight disagreements, but overall, they, they're literally on the same the same uh the same weight length and yes i know that you know that, that there's infighting within the left but it, my observation from that is it's not keeping the left from you know keeping their their agenda. It's not slowing down the agenda where the right is literally paralyzed right now because of infighting. Now, I've used the term left and right for basically, I, I, I try to make my uh, ideas um, as easy to understand as I can. But Basically, what I'm trying to get at here is that the cultural, social, and political zeitgeist of the, the past 300 years, so I'm talking the 1700s, when the, when the Masons were officially organized, into lodges, um, the cultural, political, and social zeitgeist basically has been um, interjected. The the, the 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 ideas have been interjected into culture, society, and politics since that time. Now, because the Masons are a secret society. There's no, 
you know, obviously, and I, I tried, I tried explaining this to my normie uh, friend. There's no, you know, you're not going to get, uh, you're not going to get documentation. They're not, you know, um, they're not all holed up in a castle in Switzerland with Klaus Schwab, uh, rubbing his hands saying, good, good. It's, it's not, it's not that way. These people operate in the shadows. Now, over the past, at least, I would say since Trump got elected, they were basically overly confident and they did not, you know, they, they, they were, they were, uh, they had hubris. They didn't think, you know, they thought that they had it sewn up, that Hillary was going to, you know, win and that they had us under under their thumb. But if you look at what's gone on for the past, since Trump got elected, what's gone on, you know, um, they've, you know, the meme, they dropped the mask. It's, it's not a joke meme. It, it is, they have literally dropped the mask and, you know, the fact, and the normies don't even think about this, Trump's been out of office almost two years, and they're still rioting and looting in the streets. Think about that. Because the whole time that that crap was going on, when Trump was in the White House, they were saying, well, if, if, if he doesn't get reelected, you know, um, things will go back to normal. Well, nothing is going back to normal. As a matter of fact, it's getting ramped up. There's a reason for this. Basically, in 2016, the Masons got a loud and clear message that there was a large segment of the population that was not cowed to their agenda. I'll repeat that. In 2016... They got the message that there was a large segment of the population, and I'm talking worldwide because this isn't an America thing. This is worldwide, but it's being played out in America and, and probably Western Europe as well. Um, but, you know, they, they, they got a slap in the face. They got, you know, and so I think the reason why things have gotten crazy, crazier, I should say over the past six years is that the Masons want to make sure that the elements within the population are unwilling to fight is basically by sending out, you know, I, I firmly believe in America, BLM and uh, Antifa are their shock troops. So they, they want to cow and, and intimidate the population. Now, obviously, um, that may work with a large portion of the, of, of the population that dared to vote for Trump, but the, the part 
of the population that voted for Trump that will not be cowed, that will not eat the bug bigot, suck the dick bigot, live in a pod bigot. Um, that's not going to work on. Unfortunately, at least how it appears from my uh, my other favorite podcaster, is that these guys are a minority. I can't give a percentage because I haven't been, quite frankly, I haven't been following politics since uh, around, I'll say, June of 2021. So I'm not sure what that percentage is, but basically it's very simple. Since the Masons control our government, our armed forces, as long as they've got the majority of normies cowed and scared, intimidated, um, half their work is done for them. Half their work is done for them. So they don't really need to, you know, in their minds, they don't need to exert much, you know, much force. And, you know, I've heard it in right-wing circles when I was following politics that, well, they, they hold us in contempt. I know this because I wrote on Twitter, you know, multiple times. They do hold us in contempt, and there is a reason for this. You know, they're not unfairly, and once again, I, I got to talk about America because that's my experience. There's a reason they hold us in contempt. Because basically, for the past 60 years, they've been advancing, you know, they've been more they've been advancing their agenda more and more. And basically Americans, even those who should know better have been sitting on their thumbs and doing nothing except complaining on social media. Okay. So if, if they have hubris, if they have overconfidence, I don't blame them because we as a country have, have shown them, that, you know, oh, please, sir, don't take away my sports ball. Don't take away my, my, uh, my, my well-paying job. You know, don't, don't take away my amusements. Be, you know, I'll go along. I'll eat the bug. I'll do whatever you want. Now, to the average normie, it may not be that subservient, but that's the bottom line of what's going on here today, present moment. People do not want to lose their comforts. They do not want to lose their creature comforts. They're unwilling to make the sacrifices that are necessary to fight this. Um, and like I said, there is a small segment of the population willing to make those sacrifices. But um, the reason I use the, the um, metaphor being smacked with a fish 
is uh, I basically told, uh, I, I, I follow one of my podcasters on Twitter. The other one got kicked off of Twitter. And if you ever watch his streams, you'll see why. But um, I basically told him, because he was giving some polling numbers about, um, he was giving some polling numbers, Republicans versus Democrats. And I'm 90% certain, and I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that we were both following each other, but he's a busy podcaster. He's got a life. So maybe he missed my post. I've been saying this since at least 2019 that there's, you know, that the Republicans and the Democrats are the two sides of the same coin. They're wholly corrupt. And, you know, I don't know if this, if he was joking when he said he wanted to smack me with a fish or if, you know, he was annoyed with what I said. Um, quite frankly, um, I don't know the man personally. I'm kind of leaning toward, I kind of irritated him uh, because... I can only listen to him on YouTube because right now I'm broke as a joke and can't afford to to get on his uh, streaming service and his his uh, other account is on Rumble. And let me tell you, people, Rumble as an app sucks. But let's be honest, most apps on the Internet suck. <laughs> but the... I, um, at a certain point this year, I started going back and listening to the stuff I had missed while I was concentrating on what I'm doing. And it still sounds like he thinks that there's a political solution. Now, the last time I'd listened to him, I believe he was saying Washington is a hopeless cause. We need to do this on a local level. Now, if he still thinks this, um, what I said, I, I could see why he'd be annoyed with me. Because basically, even on a local level, in order to, um, to change things, you've got to get a part of the system. And, you know, me saying that, and I, and like I said, I've been saying this since at least 2019. I'm pretty sure before then, too. Um, it sounds like defeatism to him. Which is going to bring me to where I'm going with my original title. Um, but I just want to say, though, that... Um, I've already stated, and I'm 90% certain he hasn't listened to any of the episodes that I put out, mainly because I haven't told him, and and this, this guy knows how to do a podcast. As far as I'm concerned, 
I'm just a overzealous amateur aping to be a podcaster, not the real thing. And so my two favorite podcasters, I haven't even told them that I'm doing my own podcast because quite frankly, I'm going to admit this. Um, I, I would be embarrassed for them to listen to these podcasts because I respect these guys' skills. You know, I view them as highly skilled. And so, you know, um, <laughs> you know, I just, anyway, um, but, uh, you know, and I, I, I covered this, that this concept of our system being corrupt when I did my, my, uh, random thoughts on the Masons. Um, in the show notes, I'm going to put on, because this is in audiobook form. This is in audiobook form. So I think that, um, this will be easier for the younger generation to grasp. Um, if you listen to that book on, uh, audiobook and you want to dig deeper, uh, on my, uh, show on the Masons, I listed like three books, three or four books and some podcasts that cover the topic. But so basically Basically, the um, my philosophy in life is there's no such thing as coincidences. If it if it seems like a coincidence, there's there's probably a um some sort of group that are working their hardest to make what they're doing look like a coincidence. But it is, you know, I firmly believe that um, a lot of what we think of as coincidences are not. They are a lie agreed upon beforehand and made to look like a coincidence. And I'm also a firm believer in God's divine providence. And what I'm saying is, is that nothing happens on this earth that, you know, that God doesn't allow for his own purposes. Now, I'm going to say this because I know a lot of people that may listen to this, may be secular or, um, or atheists, um, you know, you 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 may think that you know the concept of God is a bunch of a bunch of garbage that you know people make up to you know to 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 basically it's a coping mechanism as what I've heard some atheists refer to it as. I have too much firsthand experience with God's mercy and love to even 
begin to think that this was some sort of coping mechanism. And because God is, is a personal God, he's not the big watchmaker in the sky. He doesn't just wind up things, wind up the world and let it go. That's deism. And deism is a part of masonry. At least it was, you know, uh, when it got organized. But um, God deals with everybody on an individual level. Basically, what it's up to us to do is to um, to um, to 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 recognize God that God is in our lives. But this this is not meant to be, you know. My my random thoughts are basically um, aimed at secularists and atheists. In case I haven't made that clear, you didn't listen to the show note where I said that. So I don't want, I'm not, I'm not going to turn this into, you know, um, a religious, um, episode. And quite frankly, I've done up to at least 55 episodes that are nothing but religion. So, you know, there's that. But basically, um, I don't believe in coincidences. I don't. And I also don't believe the, the old saw that, you know, uh, a certain YouTuber from England put out that, well, never attribute to malice what could be attributed to uh, ignorance. I don't believe in that either. I think. You know, quite frankly, <laughs> when he said that, you know, uh, four or five years back, I wanted to smack this particular YouTuber with a fish. <laughs> but now, the only the only credit I will give that uh, particular idea is if. The people that you deal with personally on a one-on-one -on -one basis, yes, that, you know, if somebody bumps into you at the grocery store, no, it wasn't a plot to, you know, to, to get you to get, get in a fight with them. I mean, most of the time, that's not the case. So, yes, you could, you know, you can chalk up, you know, those in your day-to-day -day existence you can chalk that up, you know, to an accident or ignorance or whatever. Now, when it comes to governments, corporations, think tanks, any institution, and I mean any institution, when they say something, when they do something, there's a, a purpose to it. And the thing of it is, is the Masons... What makes them insidious is, is, you know, it's, it, once again, I'll go back to the Simpsons, uh, meme, you know, when, when they, when they do something, there's not a big neon sign saying, oh, this is part of our nefarious plan. This is part of our nefarious plan. They wouldn't have survived as long as they had if they operated that obviously.
But what makes them insidious is, is they'll, they will hide their intentions behind the idea that, oh, this is something random, something completely random that just happened, you know, and, you know, that's where they get, you know, the normies fooled. Because the normies, you know, they hear something, oh, well, that's just a random, that's just a random thing. And then, you know, um, basically they, they hide and disguise their purposes. Now, I know it's taken me almost 30 minutes to get to what the title is about. This thing has been going on, at least in America, since the 1700s, and probably in Europe too. Um, like I said, I'm using the example of the past 60 years because, uh, without giving myself away, I'm close to 60. And so I'm going to use this frame of reference. Now, I want you to think about something. In the 1960s, there was an explosion of what are known in political circles as um, progressive ideas in America. Feminism. Uh, at that time, it was called ecology. It, it was basically the environmentalist extremists, you had radicalism in politics, you had the sexual revolution, and I'm sure any of you who are familiar with the radical movements of the 1960s, there, there are tons of ideas. There are tons of ideas that you know, I haven't mentioned, quite frankly, they're too numerous to remember. But, and, you know, they started out, I mean, they, and by the way, this is, this is the thing. These ideas um, were introduced at least in the mid in the mid 1800s, but when they were introduced, it was quietly. It was quietly. It was in dribs and drabs. Your average person back then had no idea about these ideas. And rightfully so, because as much as I like to, you know, bag on our previous generations, if, if these normal folks have, you know, had known that there, that these ideas were going to grow and gain strength, they, they would have, you know, they, whoever was perpetrating those ideas would have been clubbed, tarred, and feathered. But they, just, they didn't start in the 60s. And a lot of normies make this mistake. Oh, it happened in the 60s. To, the, to what I call the based and red-pilled politicos out there, they realized that no... They, they they can make the connection that a lot of this stuff uh, was in the ether, as they say, 
at least um, around the time of World War One. But to the historically minded political, they realized that no, um, a lot of this stuff started in the early to mid 1800s. Now, I know it takes me a long time to get to where I'm going. My, my point in bringing this up is if you are above 50, you can see the evolution of how the 1960s, like I said, th these, these ideas were literally thrust into American culture. And then in uh from the nine uh the, the the early 1970s onward, they they did they did these ideas, you know, the, the sexual revolution, all that stuff, they did it in dribs and drabs. But openly. No long they were no longer hiding their purpose, they were doing it openly. And you know, even to you guys that are over 40 know that the 90s you know you had your cultural revolution in the 60s and then basically in the 90s these ideas got institutionalized at the federal level not that they weren't that they, that they that there weren't beginnings in like the 60s and the 30s where some of these ideas were being institutionalized but in the 90s the what what Politicos think of as progressive ideology were being institutionalized on not just on a federal level, on a massive scale, but on a state level, state and local level as well. And basically, you know, the, 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 the aware politicos are saying, well, it's, you know, it got worse and worse and worse. You know, till 2016, and then Trump happened. Because people were starting to get politically aware, and they realized that George Bush and Mitt Romney were no better than um, Obama or Bill Clinton. They just, they, they paid lip service to what are known as conservative political ideas, but then they turn around and make deals with the left. Michael Malice famously says that um, conservatives are progressives driving the speed limit. In other words, they don't go to the extremes that the progressives do. They do it slowly and incrementally. Um, I... I firmly believe that our political system is an oligarchy that um, basically disguises itself as a two-party system, but it's a uniparty system. But anyway, so I basically outlined, okay, that basically these ideas were literally thrust forth in the 60s. They were put out in the open. And they were institutionalized on a, on, on a federal, state, and local level in the 90s. And then in 2016, Trump gets elected. Because people, 
people are starting to wake up to the fact that they're that we're basically a uniparty system. And what starts happening during the Trump presidency? Now, I know most Americans have the attention span of a crack-addled gnat, so I'll try to be as brief with this as possible. The lunacy that has not stopped since Trump basically was robbed of his rightful position as president, well, this happens... But if you, if starting in 2016, what did we start getting? You know, environmentalism is running amok. And the normies are eating this stuff up because my science, my science, dude, it's all my science. And then you have um, the, the, diabolical is all I can say idea about um, making you know basically children you know if there's a, a male child that wants to be female we got to do it and, if, yeah. and, and to make it worse they're saying that if one parent not both but if one parent wants to do it uh, um, and let's be honest it's the females well, you know, my females, my females, we got to do it. And then, um, you know, you get open. Well, we've always had open socialists in our government, but um, you, you basically, you know, the, the, the whole idea. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Um, the whole um, ethnet, ethnet um, persona in America gains wide uh, mainstream acceptance because the kids who were raised in the crappy public school systems in the 90s, um, you know, basically we have racial separation. But except now... The white kids who've been fed this this separatist garbage are saying, and quite frankly, I'm sympathetic toward the idea. Well, if blacks and Hispanics and whatnot can have their own separate enclaves, why can't we? And if you look at it from their perspective, it's not an unfair question. Let's be honest. That explodes. And then these these same kids who who grew up under the you know the the crappy school systems of the 90s and let's be honest public schooling's been crap for a long time even in my era they they start they break off into what i call two same uh two sides of the same coin the uh, the ones who consider themselves based in red pill want fascism and the ones who considered themselves the heirs of Karl Marx want, you know, worldwide socialism or a variation of that, you know, might be localized or whatever, but they want socialism. We have rioting in the streets that in, in the 60s, 
when they when there were riot riots, they were basically when when you had riots like when Martin Luther King got assassinated, there were riots. Um you know, you had anti-war riots. But there was there were basically rhymes and reasons. Over the past seven or six years, we're just having riots to have riots. And, you know, um, and, and we have, you know, the, what I call, you know, Antifa and BLM, the shock troops, the shock troops are basically taking over, you know, sections of cities and declaring, you know, declaring themselves the powers that are taking over. So just think about what's gone on, uh, what's been going on since the 60s, but has been ramped up and um, ramped up and uh, basically just, I, I can't think of the word. I'm not. I don't claim to be articulate, but basically ramped up to such a degree that, you know, even the normies are scratching their heads saying, what, what, what happened to our country? Now, the reason I say, or the, the title of this particular episode is, there's a method to the madness. There is. There is a method. We have been building up. We have been building up for a long time. And my what I want you guys, the thought I want to lead you guys to, you know, for those of you who who have an open mind. What if the events, the cultural, social, and political trends of the past 60 years are preparing us for the final plans of the Masons and Satanists? In other words, that they, that basically we're being prepared for whatever their end goals are. I just want to, I want you guys to think about that because I think it's, you know, this is not a coincidence. Everything that's happened, everything that's happened over the past 60 years and before then, but I'm using the past 60 years, is done with a purpose. It's not random events. It's not coincidences. It's not. You know, none of this is an accident. And, it, you know, this, everything that's been happening has been being done with a purpose and being done with an end goal. Now, people, I get criticized a lot because, you know, I'll do something that somebody doesn't understand why I'm doing. 
And they'll get pissy with me and they'll say, well, you know, I don't understand why you're doing this. And when I tell them, well, I have a reason for everything that I'm doing. A reason and a purpose behind everything I'm doing. And not everything that I do may make sense to you. But there is a purpose and a reason behind what I do. Um, basically, the, the Masonic Satanists are the same way. You know, maybe you're looking at the trends, the outward... And you're 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 thinking, ah, it's random, it's a coincidence, you know, it's an accident. But there may actually I, I'm convinced there is a purpose. And you know, I, I do not choose the word Masonic Satanist. It, it's not for hyperbole, it's not for shocks uh shock sake. I use that term purposely. And I've stated previously on other episodes, um, I choose my verbiage that I use on my podcast very purposely. You know, the, the verbiage that I use, no, it's not an accident. You know, it's not, it's, you know, None of this stuff is an accident. It is purposeful. And as, as modern people, and by the way, I include myself in this too, because as the same English podcaster on YouTube put it, a fish in water doesn't know it's swimming in water. So we've been living in a modern society at least since the mid-1800s. Um, and when I use the term modernist, I'm using it from uh, a true Catholic point uh, standpoint. I'm not using it as a secular or atheistic term. But we tend to judge on appearances. Most people tend to take what one of my favorite podcasters take or uh, calls the basic bitch take, which means it's shallow, it's superficial, and it's surface level. Now, I will agree that um, we can't do in-depth research on every topic that we that we need to. There's not enough time in the day. <laughs> There's not enough time in a year. But those who are wise will do in-depth research on the stuff that matters. And basically um and, and by the way, to those of you on the right wing who are saying this is a communist, um, you know, this is in communist, uh, 
um, inspired plan. I'm not, I'm not calling that a uh, basic bitch take you guys. And I said this on my episode on Masons, you guys are partially right where I, I feel like you guys, well, what, I, where I think you guys are wrong is that, um, if you read the history of the Masonic movement, they actually were working they're either working with the communists or they're um they're they gave the communists their ideas and you know basically the you know the communists took their ideas and ran with it so now i hate to keep quoting my favorite podcaster he says well you know you can call it communism you can call it the new world order um, you can call it whatever you want to. And basically, I get where he's coming from. I used to feel the same way till I started reading up on the Masons. Well, um, like I said, in my show notes, I'm going to list an audio book. And then if you want to do further research on my episode on Masonry, I give more resources. But basically, these guys are literal Satanists, you know, and to to my secular and atheist uh, listeners, you know, you it doesn't really matter that you don't believe in God. It really doesn't, um, <laughs> because. There are forces at work here that if you don't acknowledge God in your life, and if there is a God, then Satan exists. Um, there are forces that here that you don't, that, that you cannot recognize, that you do not understand because you deny the supernatural. You know, there, there's more to the world that exists than basically your um, naturalistic understanding. There is a supernatural element. But like I said, I'm not trying to get religious here. I'm just trying to get you to think outside the box, if that's possible. So, for those of you who may believe that there is a God or whatever... If the Masons are satanic, and they are, then the whatever whatever their end goal is, whenever it happens, and I have said this on previous episodes, whenever they enact, I think the culmination personally is going to be the Great Reset. When they finally... Um, enact a great reset. Life, even as bad as it is right now, and it's not fun, it's gonna it's gonna get unimaginatively bad. And when I say unimaginatively, I mean that. I like I said, I'm very precise with my words. Whatever they got planned is gonna be imagine. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, unimaginably evil. 
and life as we know it is going to end. So, um, so to you right-wingers out there, um, I understand that, you know, you may say, well, you know, the communism, the communists and the masons, as I like to say, are two sides of the same coin. And I would disagree with it in this sense. And that sense is the, the communists basically the bottom line for your average communism, even if he is a true believer in communism, he in his his bottom line is is to make you know to make sure that he is as comfortable in the society in, in, in the communist society as he possibly can be. And to the more ambitious types, obviously, to be the one in charge. The Satanists want to destroy humans. They don't care about your politics. They don't care about your skin color. They don't care about your sex. They don't care about your sexual preferences. They care about none of that. They hate humans, even though they're human themselves. But because they serve Satan, like a lot of communists in communist countries did, um, their mass, they sell themselves to their master and at the end of the day, the master will use them as long as they're useful. And then he will toss them in into the grinder. That is the difference between the Masons and, and the communists. The communists are at least human enough that at, at the basic level, you know, they, they're, they're striving for their comfort. Now, if they have to slaughter other innocent human beings to do that, they will do that. But they are basically, you know, they're humans. They, they love their family. They love their friends. The Satanists just hate humans on general principle. I want you guys to think about that. That is the major difference. And... Well, I don't want to go any farther. Um, I've gone almost an hour, and I think I've covered what needs to be covered. So, if you listen, if you found this podcast useful, and if it gave you some food for thought, I'm glad about that. I really am. Um, you didn't have to give me your time. I do appreciate that. You didn't have to listen. I, I appreciate the fact if you listen to the whole thing, appreciate that fact. I'm praying for all of you. And I want to see as many people get to heaven as, as possible. God bless you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You people have been chosen to reveal our existence to the world. You will witness what happens here today and you will tell of it later.